I heard I heard the skin on Tim Hansen's feet is uh, about a, an inch and a half thicker than your normal mammal. <laughs> so I heard, the, uh, I, heard the, I heard his big toe looks like it's been dipped in acid. <laughs> Welcome to Brosé, the podcast for those who drink rosé. My name is Matt Casnell, and joining me as they always do are my bros in rosé. On an audio feed reporting live from Belmar, New Jersey, is Mr. Rich Sweet. Hi, everyone. On an audio feed reporting live from Haddon Heights, New Jersey, it's Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hey, everybody. And on an audio feed reporting live, creeping around those vents, it's Mr. Tim Hansen. Listen, I'm an engineer. I'm allowed to do this. I promise it's legit. Sure, I believe you. <laughs> Completely. Totally. Honestly. Just follow me to MedBay where I can do my med scan and watch me shoot some asteroids and, like, I'll prove it. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, sure. Whatever you say. Liar. Uh, I want to bring up an intro to this show with a, a story I read uh, a couple of days ago regarding the, the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, the baseball team. Uh, who uh, got their ass kicked by the Phils earlier this week and uh, fired their manager and on a bit of a losing streak overall. Uh, you'll be pleased to learn that one of the ways that they've decided to uh, shake their way out of the losing streak is during a game on, uh, uh, I believe this was Wednesday evening, uh, the Angels, every member of the team changed their walk-up music to a different Nickelback song. <laughs> uh, and uh, this was this Shohei Otani woke up to photograph. Everybody picked something different. Uh, it didn't work, uh, and all they did was put their fans through hell because not only did they have to listen to Nickelback for every single song, uh, the team lost one to nothing. The one nothing <laughs> baseball game. Yeah, that was a an interesting choice to make. Like, mm -hmm. why would you put not only yourself, who's in a losing streak, but your fans? Why would you put everyone through that? Like, now I'm on the record as saying that I think Nickelback is just fine, uh, and they're just the the meme band that is easy to beat up on. Uh, however, I will point out the I I will not go as far as what uh, interim manager Phil Nevin said uh, in reaction when when he was asked about this after the game, which is quote I like it I like Nickelback the entire game I've got songs in my head I can't stop singing. <laughs> which I think is disqualifying as a major league as a major league manager for most positions. If like all day you just cannot stop singing, like how you remind me. Yeah, like maybe maybe uh, uh, get your head in the game and uh, mm. not uh, not listening to Nickelback. Maybe you get a Nickelback if you actually want a game. In order, hey, hey he wants to be a rock star. <laughs> in order, the songs were rock photograph, rock star, how you remind me. Someday, if today was your last day, when we stand together, what are you waiting for this afternoon? And animals. <laughs> so they snuck animals. They got animals in there at the very end, too. Oh, boy. Uh, what about pants feet? Where's, as, where's uh, pants feet in this lineup? Uh, as the beat reporter for the Angels put it on Twitter, it's confusing because what the Angels really need is a hero. <laughs> <laughs> miss, miss the obvious one. It's good. Uh, wait, what is the obvious one? No, that they should have oh, gone oh, with it here. That it. was okay. the point. They got, missed it. Got, got. Yeah, they did. They blew it. Could have picked the one. Uh, who, who's the other guy? Josie Scott? 
that did that song? Yeah. It was uh, Chad Kroger and Jos- Josie Scott from Saliva? Yeah. Okay. Sure. I'm just making sure. I, I know Josie Scott, and I was like, I'm just, I'm sort of like, I'm putting the pieces back together from when I was really interested in this stuff back in like 2004. I'm like, who was the, the who's Matt, the I was other 12 guy? years old. I have no guy? idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 12 years old in 1990 and uh, 2004. Wow. That was 2002. Was it really? 2002 I Googled, was he I, I Googled it. Mm. Bummer. I, I used my Jujal search. The Jujal search? I mean, yeah. we all know that Tim is only 18 right now. So. Oh, wait. It might actually be older than that. It's just the video I found was 2002. Mm. Well, do some additional research if, if you can, because I, I need to know most of the facts that are available about Hero by uh, Josie Scott and Chad Kroger. In the meantime, I'm going to introduce everybody to the Brose Podcast, which is available on all major podcasting platforms. The premise of our show is to do a line-by-line breakdown of Nickelback's first four albums in their discography, uh, which I believe runs them through uh, the... Uh, that, that runs them through uh, most of them. Uh, they, they, they have four albums, really? Oh, they've got way more than that. They put an album like five years ago. This I the, was blown away the when they had them. a Greatest Hits album at one point. I'm like, wait, they have great hits? No, no, what? no. Greatest Hits Volume 1. Oh, <laughs> they left the door open for future Greatest Hits. <laughs> they, they it really just hasn't happened yet. stars in that one. If you have a question regarding any of Nickelback's uh, catalog, you can email those questions to us at brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. But first, we do have to discuss what we are drinking tonight. Uh, Tim, I'm begging you, break away from the Josie Scott research for just a second and tell us what you're drinking tonight. Uh, I count seven albums, and Hero was in 2002. I was right the first time. Fuck uh, <laughs> Uh, I'm drinking Prophecy Pinot Noir. It's a 2017 Pinot Noir coming out of California. Um, It's opened up a little bit since my very bland and passe review in episode one. But uh, it's it's still just very unoffensive. Not a lot of depth or really anything of note in the flavor. But it's not bad. So it's definitely no Huevos. Huevos. But it's Maybe. not also not any of the other absolutely delicious red wines I've had since we've been doing red wines. So mm. there's that. Hmm. Yeah. I would think, I would have thought that us opening up to Beyond Rosés would, would have raised the batting average, not to keep with the baseball <laughs> stuff, but to raise the batting average on our wine. But it does seem like we've, we've I don't know if it's, We've grown crotchety, or if it's we genuinely are just picking out bad wines, but it does seem like we're just like, ah, oh, it's f- fucking, it's whatever. Like, it's, it's, it's you, meh. Most of my reviews have been great since we've opened up, except for like when I go back to a rose and I was like, ah, this is unimpressive. Mm-hmm. Honestly, most of my reviews have been very good, except right. for this one. <laughs> well, let's see what Sean Y'all has to say are the ones it. bringing us down this time. It ain't me. Uh, well, Sean, what do you have to say? You have a white. Uh, I do week, have a right? white. It's uh, Le Fay Papillon. It's a uh, yeah. It's a white. It's a mix of a couple different grapes, and it's so it's better than I initially thought. Like I've given it time. I've used my decanter, mm. or whatever my aerator. That's what I mean. My aerator, and uh, it is. I will. I'll move it up to a three. So it's above average, but not. 
not great, but it's above average. It's a nice white wine. It, it's nice chilled, just good, good white wine. Not going to blow you away, but it's not going to, it's not waivers. <laughs> <laughs> it's our go-to. It's the, it's the nickelback of roses. It's like when you have to put like a lower baseline on like what, what bad is like, what's well, can't be worse than Wavos. Um, and Wavos made me feel physically ill and yeah. I love roses. So it's just like, it's, you know, it's bad. Like my, Wasn't the that bottle like $3? It, yeah, was, it was bad. It was like three. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rich, I guess maybe don't, don't drink a rosé called eggs. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What with we learned. Egg- and with an exclamation point at the end. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, what I am drinking is uh, Valenzino uh, Winery's Jersey Devil Forte. It is a red wine. It's a 19.5 ABV. Um, and it is it is good. It is a good, like, dessert wine, sipping wine type of thing, in my opinion. Um, probably not good to binge for three hours. Um, maybe quarter of the bottle of the way down i don't know um and it's good i've been mm. i've been because it is 19 percent. i've been nursing it mm. and i'm still feeling it mm. good and heavy uh i finished uh the bottle of kendall jackson's infidel and rather than crack open a whole new bottle uh for the last two episodes i have switched over to a recently purchased samuel adams tropical wheat ale Juicy and refreshing, says the bottle uh, on the outside. Hey, this is uh, in a variety pack of the summer stuff. And, and what we were discussing before the show, I'm learning that I don't think I really dig the Sam Adams summer stuff. Like the winter the winter beers are very good. I'm generally a winter beer guy because I'm into to porters and stouts and all that. Uh, but even the summer, like they, they always, in the summer, in the Sam Adams like summer variety pack, they always throw in like, one new one like tim you mentioned the beach sessions ipa that they had last year and it was fine uh and this one is also fine it's definitely fruity but i don't know if i really like fruity beer so it's you know it's okay it's if you like if you like fruity summery kind of beer this is this will be up your alley but it is eh, you know i'll be happy when it's uh october again and i can just go get (laughs) just go get porters and stouts and it's not gross and i don't feel like the bottle of Guinness Extra Stout is curdling in my hands as I'm drinking it. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. But, Sean, you have our next round of questions in front of you, correct? I do indeed. Oh, great. Brosequestions at gmail.com. If you want your Nickelback question answered on the air, we'll even consider some Creed questions. But, uh, but <laughs> what is first, Sean? Our first question is, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates. Gotcha. <laughs> Don't even know what about. Just Oh no. Oh no. You arrive. Mm. Gotcha. You just fall. Mm. Shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and when you mm. fall, you like like really loud exaggerated like Looney Tunes like <laughs> <laughs> This is, this is a tough one. Yeah. So I think I would like God to say that I tried my best. Hmm. Like I put my I put forth my best effort on being a human and being a compassionate, loving person. And I, tr- I tried my absolute best. I didn't succeed all the time because, you know, we're human and sometimes I'm a little less empathetic than I should be. Um, but 
I think overall, I'd like to know that I tried my best. Like mm. I did the best that I could given the circumstances that I've, you know, like with like brain problems and just like life situations. Like I did the best with what I was given mm-hmm. and I, that's, that's what I want to know. Like, you, did I do, did I, was I, was I slacking off basically? Like you, you were the best you, you could be. Exactly. Or I, at least I aspired to be, I might, I might I'm, I'm going to come up short sometimes but mm. i at least put forth the effort mm-hmm. it makes sense because it, it, it's it, it feels good when like somebody comes to you and you're like i don't know man you're like oh you did your best you, you're good you did your best mm-hmm. it's like oh thanks thanks sean you did your best uh, thank you i appreciate <laughs> he's, it he's not dead yet <laughs> not yet no not yet I'm glad that that's the part that we, we found fault with and not the fact that Rich was cosplaying God in that particular exchange. <laughs> I've got the beard, so... It's true. You don't have the long <laughs> uh, I've seen Dogma. God's a woman, bitch. Shit. Mm. Also, I, God I also God, doesn't I, talk. I believe God is, Alan Rickman is Jewish at this point. as well. <laughs> so we got a whole other thing yep. to unpack there. Yep. Was it, was it Alan Rickman who was the voice of God? Yes, he was yeah. Metatron. Yeah, so I'm I'm the voice of God. I'm Alan. Or, I think it was Metatron or Demetatron or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I gotta look Sorry, up. I was, my, I'm just my imagining God history. going, Mister Potter, now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mister yeah. Sweeten, our new celebrity. Yep. Uh, I think if 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 heaven's real and I got there, uh, so, something along the same lines as Sean. But less in depth. I, I'd appreciate just uh good shit, Brody. <laughs> also, uh, your dogs have been waiting. Yeah. Oh, that is that be nice. Yeah. Here's the cloud of puppies with your dogs at their best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Adam. No, I don't. I don't. I don't want the, the puppy. I don't want the puppy. I want my old man Beagle oh. as his old man cranky crotchety self. I'll take the bulldog as a puppy. That means uh, you, the whether you go into heaven as like the version of yourself that was on Earth last before you before you passed on, or if you're like the idealized like I'm in my prime now version when you get to heaven. Like, do you get the dog at the end of the life, and do you, you you at the end of your life, or do you do you enter as like prime Tim Hansen and prime? Oh, definitely, dog? definitely prime Tim at 24. Hmm. I think everything's been downhill since then. <laughs> was that was that just? Before or after you got sick on a pile of logs? Before? Okay. I think that was before. I I don't know. I don't know how old you were when you did when you when you threw up on logs. I don't know. It was definitely the same house because my twenty fifth birthday was at that place. Yes. So it was anywhere between sixteen and thirty two. <laughs> We're not talking about Jacob. I'm just getting, I'm just getting worse with ages <laughs> as, as, as the weeks go on. Uh, Rich, what would you uh, like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Uh, something, something similar to Sean's, like you did your best, whatnot, or but like something a little less like professional, like you did it, my dude, you did it, mm. and that's it. Like, just like I want him to be chill. And just like not be like all like I'm God and I must speak like 
epicness. I don't know. Like, mm. I just want to be like, I got you, my See, dude. this is why you're. This is why you're doing the God voice. Is you got the God voice nailed. Yeah, yeah. Um, and just like, what's up, my dude? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How do you do, my fellow youths? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I want him to be uh, Steve Buscemi pretending to be a youth and telling me mm. I did it, my dude. Yeah. Now watch this sweet Ollie. And then and then you have to tell God they did an awesome Ollie. Because what do you yeah. tell God? It was like, a, what? It was eh. Yeah. But like, that's the thing. Like, lying is a cardinal sin. So if you lie to God about his Ollie, mm-hmm. that's the test, though. Like, he's testing you right there. Mm-hmm. He does the Ollie. You have to tell the truth. Otherwise, you're going down mm-hmm. to hell. Moral quandary. There you go. Like, do, yeah. you, do, you, tell the, do you tell the all-knowing, powerful God that he did a mm-hmm. cool Ollie? Yeah. To save face. Yeah. Like, do you lie to him or not? Then you can't tell him to do it again because you should not put the Lord your God to the test. Exactly. No, you, you just say, get good, homie, and then that's it. That's the end. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sweet, just, just dude. Kinda, I thought it was great, but you got to work on it a bit. Yeah. Like, you skirt the truth. I've been working on my McVarial. Um. <laughs> I can do a 900 watch. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> I, 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 the real answer is close to what the, the three of you are going with, which is just like you, you did your best. And like God knows that you did your best or not because, you know, he's, he's omnipotent and he gave you free will and he knows exactly what you're going to do and all that. That's the whole point. Um, I guess the funny answer would be if like he picked a very specific sect of Protestantism and you were like, actually, the Methodists and only the Methodists had it correct. <laughs> Like, just a, such a specific, like, none of the other Protestant faiths, none of the Catholics, none of the other people who, you know, Judeo-Christian believes, but only them, only that that small <laughs> sect of Protestantism nailed it. Everything. Perfect. Uh, everything else was, uh, sorry, guys, you're, 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 you're going to the bad place. It's over. <laughs> just too, just so close and yet so far away. I would want him to be like the judge in um in the good place, like Maya Rudolph's character, where she's like very very empathetic, but like all the news she gives is bad. Where she's like, <laughs> "Oh, you guys are so cute, and you're you, going to hell." You like did that kind your of thing. best. Yeah, yeah, and I it wasn't good enough. Yeah, that's what I would want. I, I would want God to be close to Maya Rudolph, even <laughs> even if Maya Rudolph was not a particularly good like God figure in that or, or particularly empathetic God figure, uh, it was, that would still be nice. I would like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, any other thoughts? Mm-hmm. Not really. Nah. I think we nah. covered it. Yeah. Just, so. just good job guys. Yeah. Good job. Pat on the butt. Capri sun. Yeah. Or, or you a, know what? A... Just, just give me a Fonzie. Hey, <laughs> as I walk through the gates. If God was Henry, Henry Winkler, that'd be sweet. <laughs> he probably could be. He probably is. He might be in an alternate universe. Uh, Sean, what's next? What are you not very good, TM, at? Hmm. <laughs> what are you we, not very good at? Why did we trademark very good? <laughs> I don't know. It's We're all capitalized, too. Hmm. Not is all caps. That's why I yelled it. But very good are both start with capital letters. So it's... Yeah. It's the... Uh, I copied and pasted it into Google to see if it was the thing, and nothing showed up. Yeah, hmm. it's that online dialect. It's like one of those things that like you're not very good at. Like I'm not very good at being a human. Or <laughs> I don't know. 
Uh, I've been figured out. Fuck. 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 Oh, responding to any message. Period. Mm. <laughs> Texts. Can relate. Group chats. WhatsApp chats. Nothing. Like, it's zero. Like, is it anywhere, a window of anywhere between 15 minutes and five days for me to get back to your message. And it's it's not a, a I'm blowing you off thing. It's usually, as I think I mentioned on the show, it's usually a situation where I see the message and be like, I want a couple of minutes to like craft this mm-hmm. and think about it a little bit. And it's usually like I'm at work or I'm in the middle of something and I'm like, all right, I, I will, I'm going to follow up on this. And then it becomes one of those things where I'm like, oh, I got to write that message. <laughs> still got to think. Mm-hmm. But there's laundry to do, so I mean, I can't respond to text message now. Is yeah, if 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 literally anything happens, I'm not responding to you. I'll see it and <laughs> yeah, I'll be like, over. okay, I've registered yeah. that I've seen it, and I'm going to respond mm-hmm. to it. And then anything yeah. comes up at all, I have to breathe for a moment, and yeah. then I'm for it's, it's out of my mind, and I've forgotten <laughs> that I have to respond. And it's I like apologize. The, the, to, I apologize to everyone I know. <laughs> I'm going to bring up a, an unsavory fellow, but like it's the old Louis C.K. joke where he's like, I, he gets the good vibes out of just thinking about doing a good thing. Like for me, it's like just thinking about responding to the message. It, it, it may as well be that I've already responded. Like I may as well have already answered it at that point. Just by thinking about writing writing everybody back. That's something I'm not very good at is responding to messages in a timely manner. It's bad news. Mm-hmm. Especially like if I'm, because then I'm like, like I can't just like go on Twitter at that point. Like, I can't go and, like, you know, fire off some sweet tweets knowing that I've got personal messages to people who follow me on Twitter. Uh, and I'm, I'm out there being like, uh, Joel Embiid. And they're like, yo, man, I asked you when we're going to meet for breakfast. <laughs> could, you, could you stop retweeting uh, Joel Embiid for five seconds and just let me know when to meet you? I I used to be good at responding to messages, but, like, lately it's just... I just don't want to. Like, I see... I'm like, all right, I'll read it later. And then I just don't. And then it's the next day, and I have all bolded messages in my uh, in my text inbox because I didn't even look at them at that point. Mm. Mm. It's tough, man. It's mm. tough. Tim, yeah. what are you not very good at? I'm, I'm not good at not directly trying to solve a problem once I've identified it. So like if something's going and the easiest place example is always work. It's like, if I see a problem it's like, Oh, I know exactly how to fix this. Or like, I have a very good idea of how to fix this. Instead of leaving this to be a problem for the next couple of hours or pick someone else who may or may not be able to answer this, or figure out how to resolve this and waste even more time, I'm just going to go do it. And then I go on to another thing, and then another thing, and another thing. And it's like, hey, what happened to that project that you've had for like three weeks? I'd be like, oh, <laughs> it's been three weeks? About that. Yeah. So like, it's helpful for me to learn because then it's just like, oh, with it, that's how I learn any new department is like, I need to be boots on the ground kind of thing. And then it's like, okay, yeah, I can delegate this and I can delegate this, but like as things pop up, that may be slightly outside of that department's thing or outside of my staff's experience. It's like, 
All right, it's going to take me like five times as long to show you how to do this, and none of you are particularly available right now, so I'm just going to do it. Mm-hmm. And I'm very bad at breaking that habit. Yeah. Yeah, man. Work stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's work yep. stuff in general. Uh, what else are you guys not good at? Um, not very good at, I should say. Being consistent. Like... Mm. When it comes with, like, work, there will be times where I'll get things and I'll, like, I'll look into it and I'll try and I'll do my best. And, like, this doesn't make sense, that doesn't make sense, and I'll ask questions and I'll push. But then other things come over and I'll just turn and be like, whatever, and just do it the way it's supposed to be done. Like, I was just given tasks to cover for someone that I'm, I told them, I'm like, I'm probably going to get all the logic fixed by the end of the two weeks. But when it comes to my normal work, I'm just like you know what, I just don't care anymore. Like, but then some days I'll turn around and be like, all right, let me be there and get it all done. And so like, I just, I'm not very good at having like that consistent mindset of like either all or nothing. It's, it is like, uh, it's yeah. either, it is either all or it is nothing, but mm-hmm. it's never like always like a middle ground type of thing. Like mm-hmm. I need to, I need to stick with, I need to find better ways of sticking with, consistency and you gotta you gotta get in that grind set yeah yeah Mm. the fact that we have to call it a grind set is terrible (laughs) i I, I don't know what a grind set is but sure it's a grind mindset but for grinding yeah you grind you always always be grinding yeah abg oh yeah baby abg uh Let's see, Sean did, you, Sean. did you say anything, or is it the? No, messages? I just I I agreed with you, but I think yeah. I'm I have lost my confidence in my ability to small talk. Mm-hmm. Like I've just completely lost it. I'm I I'm just I go when I go into the office. I am petrified that I'm going to meet with one of my my uh, colleagues and have mm-hmm. to talk to them. I'm just like I don't know what we're gonna talk about because what the, mm-hmm. what have I done in the last two and a half years except lived in fear uh, mm. and been depressed. So like, mm. what <laughs> what what small things can I talk about? Some inconsequential things because everything seems so bad. It's mm. hard to like whittle it down to like how's your day? It's like well my day is fine, but also our democracy is crumbling. Mm. Um, so I think I've just. I've, I need to, I'm, I would like to regain, it's a skill and I haven't had a chance to practice it really. Cause we haven't gone anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Especially when we're meeting new people. Like it's interesting with the workplace specifically, I found that the opposite is, is true for at least my workplace because like when I'm at home alone, like if I, I'll talk to a couple people, I'll talk to my boss throughout the day, but usually it's just me and my thoughts and the demons in my head as I'm doing mm-hmm. my work. And that's when I think of the existential dread. But the, the handful of times that I've been in the office since uh, the pandemic started, like nobody has talked to anybody in person for so long that like the moment they get us all together for like, you know, one day in three weeks, it'll it, you know, we, we all turn into psychos like we just can't <laughs> stop talking to each other. <laughs> it's just a, and it's all about work stuff. It's just nonsense. It's nothing to do with the outside world, but it's just like another human. Like it's 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 bananas. Uh, but but the small talk thing for meeting new people for sure. Like it's sort of like, well, what did you do? And it's like the experience over the last couple of years has been so 
bizarre that you don't even know like what is a normal thing of conversation to have what is what is something that most people are talking about now like mm-hmm. yeah. a, a, any subject is on the table but also it could be a landmine i, I don't know mm-hmm. it, i'm 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 kind of the opposite like when it comes to meeting new people small talk i'm pretty fine with it's like you guys when it's like one-on-one specifically but in general like you guys small talk for me or just like lately i'm just like i don't know what to say i don't have anything to talk about like i could talk about video games but like i'm sure they're tired of hearing me talk about video games all the time and it's like Mm. like i only only if it's something that specifically interests me and only me yeah (laughs) (laughs) like i i've lost my like sort of lost my ability to like talk to friends because i just and it has always been a problem with me. like i'm i just i'm always afraid that like yeah like they've probably heard me talk about it too many times though. so i'll i'll not talk about that let's figure out something else to talk about. and then i won't have anything to talk about i'm not to blame everything on social media but that's another side effect of the social media thing is like you know if, if there's major life events or major changes like I could be like, oh, how's Tim's work? And, like, I can find out about Tim's job. But, like, if Tim's recently changed jobs, you know, oh, I saw that on Facebook already. He's put it on the thing already. He yeah. tweeted about it already. Put so it on LinkedIn. Just yeah, nobody congratulated me. Yeah. <laughs> well, Tim, you, you have a changed. LinkedIn? Who doesn't have a fucking LinkedIn, Matt? I know Come plenty on. of people who uh, I, 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 I know a number of people who are like, I don't get the appeal of LinkedIn. And, like, for their jobs... They don't need it, but uh, but I don't know. Most people do. Most people it's, do. It, Wait before also... before I confirm. Yeah, uh, your mom is in my network. <laughs> of course, of course, of course, she is. Well, you guys are very related. It's, it's about as related as my job is with hers, which is like not at all. <laughs> it's it's oh, also we have, sh- we have three shared connections. It's and me. It, it's David Bennett. No, <laughs> it's, it's someone, no, it's not. Okay, it, it's you, your brother. And Richie. <laughs> oh, really? You know what? That's right. Me uh, and her. Are... Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. What? I yeah. haven't been on LinkedIn. Oh, actually, I've been on it a few times for job. Link- LinkedIn is how I figured out we had. <laughs> LinkedIn is how I figured out we had a new supervisor, uh, because he added me before anyone told anyone that. Oh yeah, we hired a new supervisor. <laughs> <laughs> it's Tim. It's also uh, you jumped jobs like six times in a year and a half. So like, it's hard to congratulate you because it's hard to keep track. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, the most I've done in a year and a half is three jobs. Seven so slow half. your roll. <laughs> I, I think it was like fourteen times in like a year mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, that's why they gave you that nickname, Job a Week Hanson. <laughs> Uh, uh, Sean, what is next? What are 10 ways to use a pencil other than writing? I feel like someone stole this question from me mentioning this, that this is one of our go-to interview questions. <laughs> 10 things yeah. to use a pencil for other than writing. Yeah. One of, one of our HR ladies asked it during an interview just to, and, and, Largely, the point is just to see how do you approach a problem, like an unusual problem, and thinking outside of the box. Like, it's not, oh, you have to have 10. It's just like, can you even begin to think about this? Or are you just going to go, but but, but the pencil's for writing? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, it's Mm -hmm. uh, uh, erasing. Yeah, there you go. 
Yeah. Let's um, let's collaborate on the ten. Because I think <laughs> you use the point to clean out the nozzles of your dishwasher. Mm-hmm. Get like yeah. seeds that are stuck in the dishwasher. You get the nozzle. Get the nozzle. If you, you have get the seeds out. If you have another pencil, you can draw them on your desk. You could use it as a murder weapon. Obviously. Mm. Yes, kill somebody. You could kill someone yeah. with a pencil, a sharpened pencil. Kill them with death. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, you can chew on it to help with your anxiety, maybe, I guess. Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're five. Hmm. We, we've got eraser, drumming, dishwasher nozzle cleaning, mm-hmm. murder weapon, and uh, chewing. Uh, you can twirl it in your fingers, again, as a fidget thing. I'm all about the fidget things at this point, so... Mm. Uh, you could play, like, desk hockey with it. Mm, that's true. Mm-hmm. Desk hockey. You can, yeah. uh, again, this is if you have multiples, you can stack them on top of each other and make a box and... Lincoln Logs, yes. Lincoln Logs, there you go. Oh, you can make, um, what's it called when you, like, people do it on gravestone sometimes, they, like, put a piece of paper on oh, an and etching. Then, like, an etching. Like you can use it for that. Wouldn't you consider that still writing or drawing? Maybe. Maybe. I'll put an asterisk next to that. Yeah, that's an asterisk. That's I like mean, Barry I, Bonds' home run record. It is. I, I mean, the question, the question. Exactly the same. The question specifically says writing. And when I think of writing, I think of like letters like writing down words writing a letter writing oh down don't a semantics me you it fuck. says writing and not drawing fuck so, off it etching, is the same action is art you're creating art with a pencil yeah that's that's the that's the answer to the interview question where the the interview the interviewing manager is like you're technically right as she's underlining <laughs> like <laughs> he's underlining like pass on your resume attention to detail <laughs> attention to detail yeah, nudge. <laughs> Sounds like someone who's constantly looking for loopholes as to not do their job. Or uh, you take the little metal piece, and if you have a if you have a triangle, like a like a triangle on marching band, you ting <laughs> the little metal piece. <laughs> triangle ting. Yeah, <laughs> triangle ting. See, Rich, that's how that's how you get the job. Triangle ting. Triangle ting. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. So right, you there. What they're thinking now is that you're going to use the office supplies to waste time and make mm. musical instruments. Yeah, you know what I didn't do? Like, break the first rule and the only rule of the, of the game. <laughs> it says so, writing. You can, use writing. It, you can use it to measure. There you go. This is the, however many pencils long. Or <laughs> It takes 17 billion pencils to get from Earth to the moon. <laughs> All right, we hit, we hit 10. Oh, the look, other thing look. you can do is you can hold it up and explain to somebody in a very uh, persnickety way that uh, there's no one person on the world in the world who knows how to make a whole pencil on their own. Because like, there's one part of the world that makes the the rubber, that makes the eraser, another part that makes the graphite, another part that makes the wood. It's all done in different regions of the world. No one person knows how to make an, uh, a pencil from start to finish. You can use it as a pointer. You can point. Mm-hmm. Yep. So uh, other popular answers include a Q-tip, a hairpin. Disgusting. Disgusting. Hairpin, sure. Q-tip. Uh, Q-tip. Uh, and you're not supposed can, to put those in there. You're not supposed to put a Q-tip in there either. So well, that's fuck what off. I'm saying. 
uh, or kindling to start a fire. Kindling is an interesting one. Sure. Yeah. Honestly, the, out, out of everything that we just discussed, the only one I hadn't heard before is using the little metal piece and a triangle to go ting. ting. Every, everything else and the murder Twitter. weapon I had brought up after the interview. And I was like, Monique, if I had answered the question this way, would you have hired me? And she would have said, fuck no, I would have called the cops. Yeah. And uh, the murder weapon. Yeah. This is just for Richie. It would take two billion... 17,333,333 pencils to get to the moon. So I was off by <laughs> uh, 2 billion. Because I, th- I said 17 million, I think. so. <laughs> yeah, it's like an accounting error. Yeah. 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 I, I'll just use a Clevin. It's and my stapler. It a Clevin. Yeah. All right. Those are good ones. Those are good ones. Any other uses for a pencil other than <laughs> writing? Chopsticks. Mm-hmm. You don't put it in your bag. Since we can apparently do that, you take it and you do shading, like you know, you, you side of the graphite and you turn it into like a gray sky, and it's like, oh look, it's gray sky. It's not writing. <laughs> You're making art. What's the I'm next writing. question? I'm I'm angry at this one now. <laughs> the next, the next, the next question. question is, which one of us are you hiring? <laughs> obviously, ting. Obviously, obviously, Tim. Well, it depends. Which which business? If I'm hiring for my side business, Sean, because his immediate first thought was murder weapon. I like that ingenuity. I need that kind of clever in the field thinking. Mm. But but uh, entertainment in the workplace, Matt, with his little triangle bullshit, just going ting, ting, just go, dancing ting, around going. Ting. Yeah, pretty much. It's like we won't. I can't have a bell, but they gave me a triangle. Yeah. For some reason, for this engineering job. Uh <laughs> Sean, what's next? What's the story behind adopting each of your pets? Mm. Mm. All right. So I I went to the St. Patty's Day party, and I oh, found yeah. this very lonely and sad. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, I get lonely, it. You're talking about sad, your wife. Pathetic. <laughs> oh. yeah. Whimpering. <laughs> Overdoing it. Uh, all right, so that's how you adopted your wife. <laughs> yeah, that's how I adopted Which is my just wife. Also weird. Yeah, yeah. Sure. don't judge me. Yeah, but he's got the paperwork. It's fine. <laughs> it's all legal uh, and above board. So a couple months after my wife and I moved in together, we we had already talked about having pets, and uh, we both had cats growing up, and uh, we started poking around for cats, and uh, we found uh, we were, we wanted to get a bonded pair because we're like we're both gonna be out of the house for most of the day because we're at work. We want them to have somebody to hang out with. So we found this bonded pair. And uh, and it was black cat and then this black and white cat. And both kittens. We wanted kittens. We wanted young cats. And so we sent them a message and said, hey, we're interested in your cats. And then we didn't hear from them for a couple of days. And we were like, ah, shit. Blew it on the cats. And then all at once in the middle of the work day, like four days later, I got a phone call. And uh, I was talking to the woman. She's like, oh, you're still interested in adopting uh, Remy and Randall were their names at the time. Oh, jeez. And uh, Remy and Randall. And uh, I was like, yes, of course, we're very interested in adopting Remy and Randall. We were getting nervous because we hadn't heard from you guys. And uh, we thought somebody else had gotten the cats. And the story that they gave us was uh, somebody had contacted. So now Remy and Randall have turned into JoJo and Dario. Uh, And what she told us was that uh, somebody had contacted them, but they only wanted JoJo. Uh, they only wanted the bad cat. Uh, Jojo, yeah, was a terrible decision. Show, Jojo is a bad cat. 
Uh, but mm-hmm. but Jojo is not a black cat the way that Dario is, and people still have a thing about adopting black cats. So these people only wanted Jojo, and the what the the adoption agent told them was, well, we're gonna we'll separate them for a night. They're a bonded pair, but we'll separate them for a night, and we'll see how they do. And depending on how they do, we'll let you know in the morning. And apparently, they separated them in two different cat carriers at night, and they just cried for each other the whole night. Oh. It's very sad sounding. And so this is what this woman was telling me on the phone. It was like, so that, that fell through because they only wanted JoJo, Randall, and uh, and we couldn't do it. So we were like, yes, we want both of them. So we drove all the way up, 45 minutes north of here, went and picked up the cats at like a Pet Smart, and, uh, and they were awesome. They were very cute, very adorable. Uh, and they absolutely 100% suckered us in immediately, and uh, <laughs> and we we adopted them that that day. Mm-hmm. Nice, mm-hmm. cute, yeah, nice. How about you, Sean? Um, so I'm not 100% on the story behind Gary because he was adopted before I met Mary. I know he came from like Indiana or something in a, on a plane. And Gary came from Indiana. Yeah. Did Gary, he come from Gary, did he come yeah. from Gary? He came he came from somewhere in the south. I'm not gonna say Indiana. Gary, Indiana? Uh, Gary, Indiana? My home so sweet he, home? Indiana is Gary, not the Indiana. south. He came from Gary, Indiana. <laughs> it's canon now. Yeah. Mm. Um but yeah, so I don't really know. He he was he was adopted before I knew him. But uh he's great. He's like an old grumpy man now and I love him. Mm-hmm. Um Piper. So my parents had two dogs growing up, um, and I knew how hard it was. Like having two dogs compared to having one dog is like four hundred percent more responsibility. Like it's it's so much more difficult. So I was so against having two dogs. I was like, Gary's enough. He's fine. Mary and Jake. One day, we're going somewhere. <laughs> And they happen to see a at like outside of a PetSmart or something. Um, they it was One Love Animal Rescue, and they saw Piper, who was this tiny little Chihuahua Jack Russell Terrier mix. And they saw her and immediately fell in love with her. And I was still like, I don't want two dogs. I, like I don't care how cute this fucking dog is. I don't want two dogs. And they're like, and they were just so, they were just so enamored with Piper. And I was like, I don't care. I don't want two dogs in this goddamn house. And then you lost. Yeah. Mm. And then they were like, come see her. And I was like, okay. And you can't go see a dog. It's over. That's, it's over. It's like, I can't, I, I couldn't, I couldn't. It's it's a loss. The battle is lost once you agree to go see the dog. If I had mm-hmm. stood my ground and been like, "No, I'm not even going to go see it. I can't entertain the possibility of having two dogs too many." Yeah, I we can't wouldn't look have two at dogs. The thing. Yeah, and then I went in and looked. She had a little cherry eye, like her eye was fucked up, uh-huh. and it was just like she's pitiful. And I was like, "Ah, well, I can't leave this dog." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so you've tricked me. So yeah, so we got so we got this other dog, and she's. Um, I don't know. She's she's fine. She's not as good with people as Gary is, but she's like she's a she's a great dog, and she mm-hmm. she loves our family, and she's a part of it now. And I wouldn't like I wouldn't give her up for anything. It's just a pain in the ass having to walk two dogs now. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's it's uh, but it's yep. 
it was so I was suckered into it. I yeah. I had no say basically. It was just we're gonna they Jacob and Mary decided we were gonna get a second dog, and it, I knew I was gonna end up taking care of her, which is why I didn't want the second dog. But mm-hmm. I lost the battle, and it's <laughs> fine. I have, we have two dogs now, and I love them both dearly. Can't so, go to the shelter at all, or, or any any place that has the dogs or anything. We did volunteer events when I, at my last job at like the the local like yeah you know, the 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 local kennel or the local uh, dog shelter in Delaware, and there would be people who would do like a two hour volunteer event there and come home with a dog. Yeah, like is it's that's so all it takes. hard. It's so hard to be like it really is. I yeah. don't want this dog because they're. They are dogs are so and and cats too. It's just like you just want to love them. Like they're just they've been we we humans have genetically engineered these these dogs and cats to be mm-hmm. lovable, and we just want yeah. them to be happy. There's these yeah. balls of of cuddly love, and you're just like okay. It's, it's it's very frequently there's a common refrain in our house when we talk to the aforementioned Jojo Jojo and yell at him after he's done something bad. Where you're like. It's a good thing you're cute, man, because you suck sometimes. <laughs> yeah, if you weren't like bred to be adorable, like I don't, he's not a bred cat, but like this—that's just the way that we have winnowed down the the cat population here in the United States. Is like it's a good thing you're cute, because man, if you weren't, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How about you, Rich? Um, so my parents in uh 2019. Around the time of Timmy's wedding, actually, adopted a puppy named Chase. Um, then the pandemic hit. My mom was home all the time. And uh, near the end of 2020, uh, my uh, grandmother's husband got sick with cancer. And my mom went down to help take care of him. He was in hospice, like... He wasn't, he didn't have long to live, so my mom went down to help take care of him, help handle things for a while. Um, then he passed, and uh, while my mom was down there, my dad was working overnights, they brought Chase over here so that I could look after him. And anytime my parents went away on vacation for a weekend or whatever, Chase came here so I could watch him, because it was just easier than going having somebody go there and watch him or somebody coming back and forth he is separation anxiety it's it's hard to leave him alone or at least it was for them um so uh they they uh my my grandfather passes uh my my dad goes down to alabama or tennessee everything they all the funeral stuff happens like a week or so later they all come back and then um Chase goes back with my mom, but he's already been at my place for about two month and a half to two months at this point. Uh, Chase goes back with my parents, and then at least two or three times after that, and that was like October or November of 2020. I can't fully remember, but at least two or three times after this, my mom and dad go away, and he spends time back at my house again, um, where. At one point, my mom goes away for a weekend. Chase comes here. And then when they come home, Chase goes back to my parents' house. And three days later, he bites my mom on the arm. Mm. 
uh, seemingly unprovoked, but we found out that it was she was touching him while he was eating and he did not like it. And he got fed up with it because she did it every time. Um, then the next day, she unexplicably, inexplainable, he bites her again. And it's not just a quick bite. It's not just like a little snap. Like he broke skin. He made her bleed. He tore up her arm in a sense. Like there was bite marks all up and down her arm. Uh, And he was growling and, and mad. And that happens. My dad calls me. He's like, we need to bring Chase to your house and explains everything. Chase comes over. And we have the talks of what's going to happen. And their initial reaction was to put him down. Hmm. My dad 100% believes that if a dog bites a person, you put them down. Which I was already not happy with the thought of that. Uh, Then it turned into rehoming him to a new home to somebody else that we don't know. Because they can't take care of him. And it essentially felt to me like they were abandoning him, and I couldn't abandon him, because I grew attached to him. And so I took him in, and I've had him since. We've had a few incidences, nothing to, like, make me afraid of him. But we, we're work, I'm working on it, and I'm working on training him and getting him better, and I'm working on learning his triggers, and it's been a year and a half at this point, or a year and three months or so, something like that. Uh, and he's a sweetheart and I love him, but it was, it was a weird situation that my mom still is very possessive of him, even though she doesn't really do much. She doesn't, she doesn't even really come see him. And, and it, it's actually caused a slight fracture in our relationship based on the way she talks to me about him. But it, I, I love the dog. I would never get rid of him. Hmm. Yeah, it was. I, we've talked about this in the past, but I kept their names out of it. But it's just, it's, it's, it was a rough situation, and it still kind of continues to be a little bit. Mm. He's a great dog. He is. He's such he's, a good boy. Yeah, he's such a good boy. He he's, he's smiling. It's just, I, I, at the moment, I can't get any other pets, or at least any other uncaged pets, because he is. He is possessive. He is a resource guarder, and he is a uh, food food aggression. So no other pets until he goes, which I'm fine with because I can't really do more than one pet anyway. Mm-hmm. One Any is a good am- one is a good amount of pets. It is one it's- one or like one like one one dog one cat. It's fine. I'm good with that. One do- like a couple of cats. I'm fine with. More than one dog? No. I I did that once, and it was great, but they were old. Mm-hmm. But I, if they're both young, or if, even if one's young and one's middle age to old, it's still too much. It's too much. It, it definitely can be. It also kind of depends on exactly what you're saying, their ages, but also their breeds. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I essentially, we had multiple dogs for a good portion of me growing up and it was never really that much of an issue but that was normally because one tended to be older so it had largely whichever one was older had largely calmed down 
and it's like okay now you're an example for the young one get your shit together yeah um but there were also smaller breeds i i i can't imagine having a larger higher energy breed animal and then also literally anything else <laughs> i imagine that being a pain mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. unless you have a, a higher breed higher energy breed like piper who is now a hot dog Oh yeah, she got she got so fat after Alice got born. <laughs> but she's, Leah, so... she's like a she's like a royal from the 1700s or whatever. She's like <laughs> she's just she's just decadent. Yeah, a decadent. She's, she's adorable. Mm, she's a little fatty. So scary. Yeah, so scary. Any other adoption stories? Mm-mm. No. All right. What do we got next then, Sean? If you had to wear only flip-flops or rain boots for the next 10 years, which would you choose? Flip-flops. Flip-flops. Rain boots, guys. What about when it gets cold? Sean, I wear flip-flops in the fucking snow. I, I, I can't That means believe nothing it. to me. I can't I, believe it. I, I already I, do this without like being forced idea. to this. This is already my natural state of cho- chosen being. You got the hottest feet that, in though. the world. I would I would go barefoot in the cold, much much more than wear these big oversized rubber boots. In the summer. snow. In the uh, snow, yeah. you would wear. Why am I barefoot in the snow? I, I would walk rather, to class at Drexel like, in the here, snow in flip flops. Here's 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 what you. Well, that's a bad idea. <laughs> like, <laughs> this, is chan- this is your chance to recidify that that decision. I'm, I, no. Here's here's the thing though. Summers are getting hotter. Winters are getting warmer. What's going to be worse to wear in the middle of summer? Flip flops or big floppy rubber uh, uh, rain 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 boots? It doesn't matter. You, you don't have to cut off your feet if you spend too much time with rain <laughs> boots in the summer. But you spend too much time outside barefoot or in flip flops in the winter. It's foot cutting time. It's over. You, are, you already don't spend a lot of time outside in the winter anyway. Well, not everybody. You gotta shovel your driveway. Some people have to. Yeah, well, you shovel your driveway. What if you gotta, you know, let the dog out? I don't know. Uh, I put on my flip flops and I let the dog out. (laughs) What's that? Put on the flip flops and I go shovel in the snow. Yeah, that's right. Well, I mean, why? (laughs) I forgot that the flip flops provide total one hundred percent three sixty coverage of snow (laughs) when you're walking around in the snow. Absolutely insane. Who needs that? That sounds unnecessary. It's rain boots. You need the full coverage. This is this is this is about this is about having all wheel tires instead of trying to drive all around the specific seasonal tires on your car when it's not the right time for it. Look, Matt, I have Hobbit rainbows. feet. They already are all-wheel tires. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have yeah. all-wheel tires on your ankles once your feet get chopped off from frostbite. <laughs> uh, That's the only way it's gonna walk around. Yeah. I've, I've, like Tim, I've always been one like during in the winter and the colder months, like not necessarily in the snow, but when it was colder out, when the ground was cold, if I needed to take the trash out, if I needed to run something. I'm out, not talking about I, cold. I'm talking about snow. Then you <laughs> don't go out snowing. in the snow. What if you have no choice? Yeah. There's going you, to come you, a point. There's going to come a point it. when you have no Because there's a point now in your life. I'm waving around scissors now. I'm so angry. <laughs> there's 
There's there's points now when you have to go outside in the snow and you have no choice. Why would there not be that ch- yeah. situation now in but, the next ten years when you have to wear flip flops? But think, but how long are you out in the snow? And any amount. <sighs> ask any doctor, and you're gonna be like, hey, what's the maximum amount of time I can spend <laughs> safely outside in snow, no, no, flip flops on? I'm, the answer I'm, is zero, zero <laughs> minutes. That is that is false. You can go out in the snow for a few minutes, and it's, you wouldn't get frostbite. So what you're, okay, but yeah, if yeah, I'm but your your feet Here's are gonna get so fucked up even when if, it rains. If I'm walking from my house to my car to go pick something up from the store, mm-hmm. I got the heater on once I get in the car. Mm-hmm. It's a two minute walk. Not it's a a minute walk. Not even to my car. Mm-hmm. What you're describing is insanity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what I'm describing is my current life. I already do this, guys. Here's, There's here's nothing wrong Sean with and it. I, here's why. What Sean and I are trying or, or have to suffer th- or are trying to avoid by making our decision is legitimate, permanent medical damage to our feet. What you two are trying to avoid is. It's a little hot down there. My feet are sweaty. <laughs> oh, good. No, my hobbit feet can't handle it. That's uh, what you're trying to avoid. You are trying to avoid comfort, and we are trying to avoid. We are trying to avoid drastic changes to the way we live our life after the ten year period is over. Always rain boots, never not rain boots. <laughs> Listen, I'm 30 years in, and I'm fine. So, like, did you lose that year? <laughs> Listen, for the first two years, I didn't have the option of going, I only want (laughs) flip-flops. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Any, you two have any more wrong opinions on this? (laughs) No, only the most accurate. (laughs) Within five to 15 minutes, from what I'm seeing online, five to 15 minutes, just don't be out for more than five minutes at a time. But but if you have to shovel your driveway, that takes more than five to 15 Mm. minutes. You you shovel a spot, you go in, you warm up. Well, Sean, to be fair, Rich Rich had that subathon now. He's got the independent wealth now. He just pay (laughs) some some schmuck kid who's probably walking around in sensible footwear to go and shovel his driveway for yeah, him. Yeah, exactly. And then when yeah. I need to mow the lawn, I'll call some schmuck kid to mow the lawn in rain boots. Here, here's the best part about shoveling snow and flip-flops is when you shovel out the driveway, you're no longer standing in snow because you've, you're shoveling. So you're shoveling a path. So you're not mm-hmm. standing in snow. So how do you get there, Tim? <laughs> you sh- you have to shovel out. You just st- you just take a st- just shovel out the whole way. There's zero snow that's ever gonna get on top of your feet by doing. Or that. or well, one yeah, because normally you're also shoveling your sidewalk in order to get to that driveway in in most cases. So mm-hmm. yeah, one leads to the other. Or if I'm only shoveling out, uh, say my my and both of my parents' parking spots in our apartment in Westchester, then, yeah, I just walk out through the snow, go to the road, mm-hmm. and start shoveling. And then it's See, like, you know, okay, I'm no longer here's in the, the Here's snow. the thing. Here's the thing, though. This, pl- this, this proposal that you have... Look, it's not a proposal. This is a fact. Listen, listen to the amount of logistical planning you have to go through to make this work. You None. know what Sean and I have to do? Put on some fucking rain boots when it's 90 <laughs> degrees outside and walk around. Those are the only adjustments. There's zero logistics. You have have to. You you just. You just said you have a whole plan laid out. You're like, all right, step one. This is not a plan. Walk around to a car. Step (laughs) two. Never said gingerly. To around. I want to see you go jogging in rain boots. It's easier than flip flops. 
you're misunderstanding me poking holes in your bullshit theory or approach or perspective of shoveling in snow mm-hmm. with the facts of actually Look, shoveling really in snow. it's really easy. But as it's... long as I pirouette down the sidewalk, then I can absolutely wear <laughs> flip-flops all we're, the time. The thing is, we're focusing on snow when we're mm-hmm. probably never getting snow again. What universe do you think you live in? I know that we have global warming, but you live in New Jersey. Yeah, how many snowstorms did we get that we had to shovel this year? One, I don't two? remember, because I was drunk most of the time doing the podcast. <laughs> Timmy lives Timmy lives down by the beach. He's never getting snow again. Uh, yeah. I am three and a half hours away from the beach. I am further away from the beach than you are. Mm-hmm. And also, we did get snow. It was my first snow day in like eight years of working, so <laughs> I'll take it. Mm-hmm. And and what was that, like a quarter of an inch of snow? Because it was... It was mostly ice, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was wonderful. It's ridiculous. Absolutely preposterous, <laughs> is what the two of you are proposing. Uh, it's Sean, not a proposition, next? it's fact. Mm. <laughs> It's a, what's one of those uh, bullshit facts that Rich was peddling during the, the, the his stream. This is my life. Are you saying I made my life researched up? and partially true? Why don't we get some of those facts, Rich? Oh, you know what? Sure. Let me open up that, uh, that, 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 that Google Doc and let's get those facts. Goldfish snacks, snack crackers, contain mm. neither gold nor fish. Mm. That's true. Yeah, that's the true fact. Yeah, mm-hmm. partially researched for sure. <laughs> uh, and we'll do one more. Due to injuries and such, the average numbers of fingers per person is less than ten. That's true. The average number of legs per person is less than one, or less than two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, averages. Good facts. Uh, what do you think the media is? <laughs> the median, the median, the median legs. Yeah, the median, median number of legs. I think the mode is two. Well, yeah, sure. <laughs> one point seven five. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You get the one person smack in the middle. It's like oddly enough, one point eight. Um. All right. What's next, John? All right. Uh, next is. Um. What. Have you consumed more of since March 2020? And what about less? Kraft mac and cheese. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Martha loves Kraft mac and cheese. And like with just, it is a quick and easy and very cheap thing to buy a whole lot of. <laughs> and yeah, when we're lazy and don't want to cook, mac and cheese. See, I went off the food thing, and my, my first thought went to YouTube, mm-hmm. because now I'm at home. Like, when I was at work, like, if I if I had time to, like, sit down and, like, listen to something at work, I would just put on a podcast or something like that. And I still do, but with the entirety of the internet at my disposal now that I'm working from home, it's like, well, I could just queue up, like, a mix of music on YouTube and just listen to that instead. Or, like, I could listen to a documentary on Cindy Lauper, and I did. Uh, while I was at the office, so like it was, pr- it's probably YouTube because just the nature of working from home, and you know, other than that, I don't know, popcorn. I guess we got a popcorn maker. That was our big uh, nice. <laughs> pandemic splurge. We bought a popcorn maker and started getting kernels from Wegmans and started doing it that way. Hmm. The easy answer is masks. 
Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've definitely used more masks since March 2020 than I ever had in my entire life leading up to 2020. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fact. Uh, what about less? Hmm. Less. I think less, my answer is going to surprise people. I've used yeah, less gasoline. gasoline. Yeah. Hmm. Um. I don't know. It's... Sandwiches, oddly mm-hmm. enough, because mm-hmm. I would get because there was a Wawa. Yeah, you know, before the pandemic, I worked at an office that was right down the street from Wawa, and I would go get you know sandwich for lunch there sometimes. Uh. Or you know what it is when I would bring you. I most of the time I brought lunch to work and I would pack like the same thing every day uh, is a yogurt and like chickpeas and, and fiber one cereal and all that. And, you know, cause I didn't, I didn't want to be the guy that microwaves stuff at work. I never, I never liked doing that, but, and so I get all this cold stuff, but you know, when I start working from home, I could, you know, meal prep and just have the food that I can microwave while I'm here. So I guess it would just be like individual packs of yogurt, like Greek yogurt. I've consumed less of that in the last two years. Mm-hmm. Me too. Mm. I've I've consumed less bananas. I used to have a banana in my lunch every day. Yeah, same breakfast. Mm-hmm. I I'm trying to think what about, uh, for more. It's honestly, it's probably like video games or YouTube. I've I've definitely watched a lot more YouTube, gotten into a lot more YouTube series, and 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 maybe played a lot more video games. Um, for less, it's, uh, it's, honestly, it's Chick-fil-A. I haven't had Chick-fil-A in about two years. Um, I Good. just, I, like, I really only went to Chick-fil-A because I had a coworker who would go to lunch and is super picky and would generally only eat Chick-fil-A. So, mm-hmm. like, I would go with him to lunch and that's whatever. But ever since then, I was just like, I don't ever actually really have the urge for Chick-fil-A. I don't. It's. I'm getting grilled chicken. I can get that at home. So. Mm. It's really yeah that mm. and honestly music. I haven't really listened to a lot of music lately. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I ended up because of all the YouTube stuff that I started watching, all the different shows I started watching, and all the podcasts I started listening to. Like, I would listen to music while working. Now I'm watching YouTube or listen to the podcast while working instead so it doesn't often happen where there's music going on in the background because you've got something else how about you tim uh i was dead serious when i, I said craft mac and cheese for my more okay well your less uh my less uh whiskey oh. mm. like the pretty much every bottle of whiskey i have predates 2020 hmm um, and it's more so just, I, I'm not trying to polish off entire bottles and it's like, I really, I want to be in a good mood when I am drinking whiskey. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So it, it's, and, and like, just be able to enjoy it and not just like either one, just trying to get drunk or just like, Hey, I'm doing a bunch of stuff, but I also want something that tastes good. So I've been drinking more beer, mm. uh, and a lot less whiskey. You know, mm. you know, uh, I, my more is weed and my less is alcohol because I have the one and not the other. Mm-hmm. Like I, I only, I only drink for this podcast. 
Like I hmm. only ever drink wine. I only ever drink a full bottle of wine once every like three weeks. Yeah. And then other than that, I don't really drink at all. Like I don't usually have beers or anything. Like we have beers in our house, but I have had them for a ton of time at this point. Like we just don't drink anymore. Which is probably as long as that, uh, uh, Mac or piece of cheese that Matt brought to your party once. Mm. That's still there. That's still there. It's still going strong. It doesn't have any mold or anything on it. So, like, what are we going to... Horrifying. I'm just, I'm just completely... I'm awestruck by this that piece of cheese. <laughs> you give it to Alice when she graduates do, college. Yeah. You, yeah. You, do you have a note that says, do not eat on there, and just keeps in it? Keep it's it just in like, it's just in our cheese drawer in the back. It's just well, it's there. it's understood. Yeah, it's just, don't <laughs> don't touch that cheese, because... It's like a member of the family. <laughs> it's been there for, like, four years. This and cheese it, is older than you are. And a move. It, it, survi- it survived the move. It survived the move. It was there before Alice was but a twinkle in your eye. Yeah. <laughs> to be a fly on the wall with the conversation of, do we bring the cheese when you're moving? <laughs> <laughs> I think the only, Rich, I think the only way that cheese survives the move is if there's no conversation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it just it just made it. its way into the into all when we were moving our refrigerator. It just like silently made its way into that box. <laughs> and it, it got here. It packed itself. It got up out of the fridge. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yes. Uh all right, Sean, let's wrap this up. What's our last question? Our last question is what household object is an absolute ripoff? Hear me out. No. I know we love them, <laughs> but a whisk. What the fuck is wrong off. with you? You don't need a whisk. You don't. I need use a whisk. a whisk at least once a week. Y- to what mix? Mix what? Uh, sauces for cooking that. You could use a spoon or a fork. Yeah. Or I could do it better with a whisk. Does it really do it better? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. If you're making like, like a roux or something, like I don't like, know, part of a yeah. fork for that. They actually say you shouldn't use a whisk when doing a roux. You should be using a spoon. Who's they? The, <laughs> I, the roux experts. Yeah, roux experts. Out there, big, 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 big roux. Actually, be using a whisk. You should be using a spoon. Listen, man. Do, I went down to can... New Orleans, and they went. Listen here. <laughs> <laughs> you could do. You want them whisk same... down here for this damn whisk here, you boy. <laughs> you could do all the same mixing. And to be abundantly clear, that is a white guy I'm impersonating. <laughs> we had this conversation. Is a white? Is everybody talks like that down there? Yeah. It's all whisks down there in in Nola. Whisks all the way down. Yeah. You, you can do all the same mixing with a fork, a big fork, or a spoon that you do with a whisk. You don't need a whisk. Mm-hmm. Not to the same extent, and not without an additional effort. Mm-hmm. That's 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 yeah. a straight up fact. Like I you did... can tell me that it's exactly the same, and the answer is no, it's not. So I, d- I, I think you can make an argument that's overrated, but it's. Not, I don't know if you can make an argument that's a rip off, like an absolute Correct. rip off. I could see that, and it's not like I'm using this big ass fucking whisk. No, I got a relatively small one, and it's just like, all right, thirty seconds under the sink. This bitch. We know is you clean. have a small one, and you have a medium, and a medium large, and an extra large. <laughs> Oh, just, I thought you were Tim, making a dick joke. Just open that door behind you and just show us all the whisks. <laughs> yeah. Big oh, that's that's here. in the master bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Sean, I think I, I cut you off somebody at some point. Play were you about to make a that? point about the whisks? No, man. Fucking, it's it's Rich is wrong, but I appreciate 
like I can appreciate. Where we appreciate the from. attempt. Yeah, yeah. We're we're in a perpetual state here where even if we vehemently disagree with you, we we bring up the it's a good take because you you the idea of the take is you're supposed to get like at least half the room mad at you. That's <laughs> why so it's a good take. I'm just saying your objects better be if it's if it's to be a ripoff. It's something that you can do with other things that you don't need to purchase. So what in your house can you do other things with that you wouldn't necessarily need to purchase this object? That's my example of a ripoff. You can do your mixing with other things you don't need a whisk. You, can, you can't eat food with a whisk. You need a fork and a spoon and a knife. But you don't need a whisk to mix your food. I mean, technically, you don't need those things either. It's I just mean, considered etiquette. Yeah, but you get what I'm saying. But I understand what you're saying, but technically, you don't need them. <laughs> you know what? You're 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 not getting hired, Tim, with that technicality <laughs> based on how things went earlier. I'm Money Banks Hanson. I'm doing the hiring around here. <laughs> I still can't believe the two of you said flip flops. <laughs> like for Christ's sake, Matt, you've known me, yeah, for how long? I don't think you've, you've ever seen known Tim me. Shoes. Yeah, man, I thought you were better than this. You've known me longer than the than Hero has been a song that has been available to listen, <laughs> which is incredible because <laughs> that song was like twenty five years old. I'm surprised Tim wore wore shoes at his wedding. Yeah, so was I. <laughs> yeah. He's walking around with his nasty hobbits' feet. But they weren't rain boots. They uh, definitely weren't rain boots. Tim, what household object is an absolute ripoff? Uh, the motorized wine opener. It's mm. a hot take. It's a hot right. take. Like, I have one. And, like, I got one. And I was like, oh, this is... I'm going to use this all the time. This is going to make my life so much easier. I can literally pull out this little wonderful thing that is essentially just a bar tool, and I can open a bottle of wine faster with this thing, and less and like also take less time to take the cork off of the, this manual corkscrew than it does to empty an electric wine opener. I have a motorized one. I I like it. I. I don't know if it's an absolute ripoff. I think there's an aesthetically pleasing aspect to doing it with the motor, but I can I, I can see where you're going with this. I can see where you're going with this. How about you, Sean? This is hard. I've been trying to think about what's a ripoff. Here, I'll buy you a couple uh, extra seconds, Sean. One opportunity that we absolutely missed in the last episode of like what is a a product that you like would endorse or something. Sean, how did we not think of the bidet? <laughs> oh my God. Oh like my we God. miss a major fucking opportunity here, bro. Uh, cause yes. Cause the bidet is the most, uh, most worth it of anything that I've bought. Because then the biggest ripoff is toilet paper. Literally. I agree with you. Rip it. I agree with you. That's mm. what I'm, that's what I'm going to say. Then the biggest ripoff is toilet paper. Because you have to buy so much of it if you don't have a bidet. It's such a waste of money. 
when you have a bidet, you can even, if you have a bidet, you can even use, uh, you can be like a crazy person and use like fabric towels because you're using so little of them. I mean, you, you can even extend that, like the toilet paper to just any product bought for waste, trash bags, but, uh, toilet papers. Well, no, but, like, but you have, but you need trash bags. Like I, I, cause I was thinking that like a trash bag is kind of a waste of money, but like you need that. You need to be able to collect the garbage in your house into a into a. But you have a trash can point. for that, that you yeah, put but, into another trash can that gets brought out to the front, and they could just dump that into the. And they pay, take the truck. arms, and then they fling all your trash all over the street because it's not in bags. <laughs> I've, <laughs> I've seen I've, how those people use. Oh, I've seen how this happens. It's uh the the biggest ripoff is bottled water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, yeah, that's a it's, solid one. It's just because uh, we have we have. A refrigerator with a filter and we have a sink and we don't have like a gross sink like in some places like we're it's not we're not in flint michigan like our water is drink is uh potable potable mm. um yeah. so i think uh, w- bottled water is the epitome of wasteful it's just you're getting you're basically just getting garbage mm. yeah. yeah adding extra garbage I guess the only one I was able to think of, and this I'm gonna I'm I'm only gonna say this is a ripoff because there's a, a slightly is an available slightly bougier item that you can get is a regular ass toaster when you can have a toaster oven <laughs> like this, to- this toaster is just bread this is a f- singular function uh, toaster oven. Millions of functions, millions of functions. <laughs> in addition to the toasting of the bread, this is the yeah. why is very good toaster. It's, a, it's like a toy at that point. You're right. The toaster yeah. is a very I, specific item. There's one thing that it does. I Tim's pondering. That's I not true. It also, it, also does me, it also does bagels. <laughs> <laughs> bread, you also put a different bread product that fits in exactly those two slots. You're right. I'm, I apologize. I, I'm pondering because I I guess most of the toaster ovens that I've I, I've had experience with have been relatively small, and it's like oh these are all the things you could do with this toaster oven. It's like mm-hmm. yeah, except it's too fucking big. I'm just gonna use a fucking oven. Mm-hmm. Well, that, and make uh, more of cooking it. for one or two people. Like I found frequently, like especially uh, last couple of years, like if I'm just cooking breakfast for me and my wife, you know, if I have like hash browns from the freezer i want to make or or something along those lines that's fair Stick, that makes sense you know, one t- two two person uh toaster oven just reheat that or, or if i'm reheating something you but you, i don't need yeah. a microwave put in a toaster oven yeah. I, I honestly toaster oven is one of the greatest things to have that along with also an air fryer which my air fryer broke forever or like about a month ago and oh, i've been rip. missing it so 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 sorely mm. Yeah, air takes, fryer baby. It takes an hour to make French fries right now, and I'm not happy about it. Mm. Why tough. the fuck does it take you an hour to make fries? It takes a half hour for the oven just to warm up. What? What is wrong oh, with your oh, oven? Yeah, get a new oven, man. That's that's nothing <laughs> to do with fries. Nighter. Everything to do with your oven is dead. My my oven is like I can. It's I don't think it's the the igniter. I think it's the insulation for the oven itself. My oven generates so much heat when we use it. That like it's I think it's more whatever sort of insulation or ceiling that was done for it after thirty years it's just falling apart. 
I just imagine yep. like heat pouring out of Rich's oven. Like does not able to keep the insulation. Like it's like the oven's like we're at three hundred, and meanwhile the house is like you know melting. Mm-hmm. We're at three hundred. We know. <laughs> yeah. Your neighbors are like, uh, do, are you doing fries again? They're like out there in like your boxer shorts and like a <laughs> like a tank top. Wearing, wearing my uh, wearing my wearing flip flops in, in the, the middle of winter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah it's melting want fl- all the snow around my house because yeah, no, it's so I mean, hot. you know, wondering about flip flops. You're just j- j- just churning through fossil fuels trying to make French fries in your oven. <laughs> I know. I mean, I know it wasn't that funny, but I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any other household objects that are an absolute we'll just, ripoff? We'll just have Tess add a left track there. <laughs> yeah. And no. just add like copious amounts of laughter to the end. <laughs> Definitely that, that don't segment. do that. Yeah. Veto. Presidential veto. Uproarious. Like the or like the standing ovation at the end of like Bill Burr's last comedy stuff. <laughs> um all right, that's it. Anybody have a closing thought yeah. or a take? Mm, no, I don't. No? No takes? Uh it's getting a little bit late. Yeah, we still got one more to do. Late late for takes. We do, in fact, have one more to do. So, Rich, uh, if people want to find you on Twitter, where can they find you? At B underscore Walnuts. How about you, Sean? At Hey, it's SOB. How about you, Tim? At Tim R. Hansen. And you can follow me on Twitter at MKASNEL. That's M-K-A-S-Z-N-E-L. The podcast is on Twitter at Brose underscore podcast. It's on Facebook at Brose Podcast. And it's on Instagram at Brose underscore podcast. You can listen to our show anywhere where fine podcasts are bought and sold. And if you have a question you want us to answer on the air, email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. Special thanks, as always, to Mary O'Brien for compiling our questions, to Tess Riley for editing our show, to Shannon Vogel, who designed our world-famous logo. You can find Shannon's work at Shannon Vogel Photography and Art on Facebook or at her shop on Etsy.com. And our theme music is the song When by Stephen Siebert, and you can find Stephen's work at the Free Music Archive. It is time for some plugs, everybody. Uh, Rich, what's going on with streaming, potting, and the like? Uh, <clears throat> Twitch.tv slash B underscore Walnuts for uh, video game streaming um, pretty much every day of the week right now until I reach my 32 straight streams. Um, keep a listen out for my upcoming Channel Points um, uh, challenge which I will be announcing on next week's episode, what it's going to be for. Also, uh, pay attention to uh, PodQuest, uh, Facebook.com, or uh, OneQuest, Facebook.com slash OneQuest online for PodQuest, a weekly nerdy talk show, as well as uh, Bonus Action, the tabletop podcast, where me and Sean play D&D. Yeah, we do. <laughs> I don't know. If this flexion of your voice made it sound like there was going to be more after the D&D. <laughs> there was, there was going to be, but I kind of just lost it. Yeah. <laughs> we do D&D. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Sean, uh, sometimes you throw frisbees. I do at OB Disc Golf on everywhere except Instagram, where it is OB underscore Disc Golf. Nikos, the Taste Fakers music podcast. Uh, we are in the process of uh, doing season two, getting it ready for you, your listening ears. We got an episode coming up in season two. It's going to be doing Carol King and Adele. 
That's going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Love me some Carol King. Uh, but in the meantime, if you want to go back and listen to our first eight episodes, we do comparisons uh, and contrasting and connecting of two different albums in each episode across the pop music spectrum. Neurosis and Mastodon, The Mountain Goats and Death Cab for Cutie, George Jones and Craig Finn. Uh, Craig Finn, who just put out a new album uh, not too long ago, in case you're interested. But you can listen to all of that uh, at the first in the first eight episodes, what we're calling Season 1 of Taste fakers which you can find on apple podcasts spotify and soundcloud that's it everybody say goodbye to the gentle listeners bye Bye. for tim hansen rich sweet and sean o'brien and the entire action news team my name is matt casnell reminding you all to be smart about being stupid okay